This week on The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, we move further into our adventure in the Acts of the Apostles with Ananias and Sapphira, signs and wonders, apostles arrested and freed, we must obey God, and Gamaliel's counsel. Join me, Pastor Will Whedon, for The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, your daily 15-minute verse-by-verse Bible study on demand. Listen at thewordendures.org or your favorite podcast provider.
gathered us in the true faith. reading from Genesis chapter 17. When Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him, I am God Almighty. Walk before me and be blameless, that I may make my covenant between me and you and may multiply you greatly. Then Abram fell on his face, and God said to him, Behold, my covenant is with you, and you shall be the father of a multitude of nations. No longer shall your name be called Abram, 
but your name shall be Abraham, for I have made you the father of a multitude of nations. I will make you exceedingly fruitful, and I will make you into nations, and kings shall come from you. And I will establish my covenant between me and you and your offspring after you throughout their generations for an everlasting covenant to be God to you and to your offspring after you. And I will give to you and your offspring after you the land of your sojournings, all the land of Canaan, for an everlasting possession, and I will be their God. And God said to Abraham, As for you, you shall keep my covenant, you and your offspring after you throughout their generations. This is my covenant which you shall keep between me and you and your offspring after you. Every male among you shall be circumcised. You shall be circumcised in the flesh of your foreskins, and it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and you. He who is eight days old among you shall be circumcised. Every male throughout your generations, whether born in your house or bought with your money from any foreigner who is not of your offspring, both he who is born in your house and he who is bought with your money shall surely be circumcised. So shall my covenant be in your flesh an everlasting covenant. Any uncircumcised male who is not circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin shall be cut off from his people. He has broken my covenant. And God said to Abraham, As for Sarai, your wife, you shall not call her name Sarai, but Sarah shall be her name. I will bless her, and moreover I will give you a son by her. I will bless her, and she shall become nations. Kings of people shall come from her. O Lord, have mercy on us. In many and various ways, God spoke to his people of old by the prophets. Have you ever had to wait for something a long time? I mean, a very long time. Some of you new men in summer Greek, for you it may seem like it's taken a long time to get here. Undergraduate, perhaps you came by another route, putting off the Lord's inner call to you to serve and prepare to become a pastor, and finally you are here but then there's another 10 weeks to go. Another long wait to see if you can make it through this prerequisite. Our text today is straightforward enough, yet we do well to consider first just how long it's taken to get to this point. When Abram was already 75 years old and Sarai, his wife, 65, God called Abram to go forth from his country to a land unnamed, which the Lord would show him. At that time, the Lord promised to make Abram a great nation and a blessing. Sometime after that, God promised Abram a son from his own flesh, along with countless progeny, like the stars in the heavens for number. And though Abram and his wife were well advanced in years and still childless, 
Scripture says, Abraham believed the Lord, and he, the Lord, counted it to him for righteousness. Years passed, and Abram and Sarai remained childless. So after a long time, they decided to take matters into their own hands. Sarai gave Abram her maidservant from Egypt, that Abram might have an heir of his own. Now, though this was certainly wrong and not at all what the Lord had in mind, we should note here that it isn't that Abram and Sarai are anxious about this, seeking immediate gratification in the way that we might in our day. We pray and expect an answer later the same day or tomorrow or the day after at the very latest. No, by the time the couple hatched this flawed plan, Abram is 85 years old. And it is not until the ripe old age of 86, 11 full years after God's initial promise, that Abram has a son, Ishmael, through Hagar. Maybe things are on the right track, and the time has come. But God tells Abram, no, this is not the son of my promise. Ishmael shall be blessed, shall be fruitful and multiply. But the son of promise shall be born to Abram, whose name is now Abraham, father of a multitude, by his lawful wedded wife, Sarah. And so it is the next year after our text, when Abraham is 100 years old and Sarah 90, a full 25 years now after God first makes this promise, Isaac is born. And from the lineage of Isaac come kings, indeed the king, the eternal king, our Lord Jesus Christ, in whom all the families and nations of the earth shall be blessed. So what does this text have to teach us? And how does it apply to us? First, we learn that the Lord is always faithful to his promises, though the fulfillment may delay for a considerable time. A long time. So long, in fact, that it no longer seems possible, according to our thinking. So long that the fulfillment may seem completely impossible. Yet, the fulfillment always comes. We have God's word, and more than his word, we have God's actions. This is our proof. So don't doubt. Don't waver in your convictions and the promises of God. Believe his promises, even and especially when they seem impossible, even and especially when it seems like they will no longer come. Abraham and Sarah waited 25 years to see even the beginning of the fulfillment of God's promise. I will make you exceedingly fruitful 
and I will make you into nations, and kings shall come from you. Sarah only saw Isaac. She died three years before Isaac took Rebekah as wife. Abraham did live long enough to see his grandsons, but both of them really saw only the smallest beginning of God's promise fulfilled. And yet we are told this, Abram believed, and the Lord counted it to him for righteousness. Second, we should note that the promises God makes to Abraham regarding making him the father of a multitude of nations has a twofold meaning, a lesser and a greater. There are the physical nations that proceed from Abraham, both the Jewish nation via Isaac and the nations via Ishmael. These are fulfillment of the promise, and they were a multitude indeed. But there is also the spiritual multitudes of Abraham and Isaac, sons of Abraham by faith, stones as it were, raised up as Abraham's children. We Christians, all believers from Abraham until the end of time, this is truly a very great multitude, as the stars of the heavens and as the sands of the seashore in number, a countless multitude, as St. John tells us in the Apocalypse. Third, even as Abraham and his household received circumcision as a sign of the covenant between God and them, so we have received the greater sign of God's promises to us in the waters of holy baptism. And each time we begin the divine service in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, we are reminded by the sign of the cross that we receive both upon our foreheads and upon our hearts that we have been redeemed by Christ the crucified, who is the ultimate and glorious fulfillment of God's promises to bless all nations of the earth in Abraham's seed and to bring forth from him kings. And while the lesser sign of circumcision was to occur on the eighth day, the greater sign of holy baptism unites us to our Lord's death and resurrection with the sure and certain promises that all who believe in him and are baptized shall be saved and shall enter the eternal eighth day of unending life with the triune God. Finally, the Lord has established with you a better covenant, the New Testament in the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. For in it you receive forgiveness, life, and salvation, and are sustained as spiritual offspring of Abraham. And to you, through Abraham, God has promised to be your God, both now and forever. So as the psalmist says, wait for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord, for God's promises shall come. And in Christ, the fulfillment is far greater than anything you can imagine. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.
merciful God, you sent your Son, Jesus Christ, to seek and to save the lost. Graciously open our eyes and our hearts to hear his call and to follow him by faith, that we may feast with him forever in his kingdom. Through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of life and everything in your creation that enriches our physical lives. By your merciful guidance, aid and strengthen those with physical disabilities and enable them to find fulfillment in their lives and encouragement and support for all their endeavors. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, you have safely brought us to the beginning of this day. Defend us in the same with your mighty power and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by your governance may be righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Taught by our Lord and trusting his promises, we are bold to pray. Our Father, and our deeds in his peace. Amen.